0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 839, air date November 17th, 2020. Second, Jim, it's not up yet.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Jim Hoft. I'm the owner and founder of the Gateway Pundit. And this afternoon, we're thrilled to have with us two distinguished guests. And uh, we really thank Dr. Shiva for his time today. Dr. Shiva has a storied career, he uh, is credited with inventing email, he's a scientist, an inventor, an engineer, he's a Fulbright Scholar, and uh, he was a U.S. Senate candidate um, from Massachusetts. And along with Dr. Shiva today, we have my twin brother Joe Hoft, who is back from Hong Kong. Joe uh, lived in Hong Kong for nine years, worked at one of the top insurance companies in the world. Um, Joe uh, was doing audits, Uh, he's he's also very good with numbers, Um, and uh, he uh, sat around uh, uh, some audit committee meetings in uh, South Korea, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Shanghai, Singapore, Malaysia, India, and Bermuda. Uh, Joe's also written several articles for Gateway Pundit, and he's written a couple books. And uh, Joe spent a majority of his professional career in the financial industry and much of his time involved in the Asia Pacific region. So I'm glad Joe's back in the United States now from Hong Kong. And uh, so today what we're going to talk about is uh, Dr. Shiva broke some earth shattering news last week when he did <coughs> research on these election results from the 2020 presidential election. Since that time, Gary Pundit has put up several articles, our own research, um, not as in-depth as Dr. Shiva, of course. But um, we've also found some anomalies. And so today we want to discuss this with, uh, with you all so that we can understand what exactly happened in this election. And uh, hopefully Dr., uh, Dr. Shiva will be able to explain this in layman's terms so that a lot of people can understand just exactly what we found. Dr. Shiva?
0: Yeah, great Jim, great to be with you and your brother. You guys are both twins, right?
1: Yeah.
0: That's right. Okay. Well, it's, it's a, it's a big honor. Um, well, so what I want to share, you know, there's two videos I did, Jim, that are out there. I think one got about a couple million views where we shared the fact that we had seen something, basically we raised a red flag and that red flag was a pattern that we saw in, uh, four of the uh, three of three of the four of the Michigan very, we went at the large counties in Michigan, Oakland County, Macomb County and Kent County. These are large counties and from you know the people that we work with who've seen this over 20 years typically when the stealing occurs people typically go to the large counties because you take a little bit from the large county people think they're not going to see it so we did those three counties and we saw a very specific pattern um which uh you know people in the election field typically the guys in the math field don't know this uh because they're just doing little pecuniary math but in a, a domain specific area like elections, or if you're in the field of cardiology, you know, a cardiologist looks at the pattern and goes, wait a minute, something's going wrong here. So um, the nature of this is there's a pattern that was seen um, of a, a feature that we used, which I talked about, which is we looked at two features and we plotted them. The feature was looking at uh, those people who vote Republican straight party. Some people go into a precinct, they don't really want to vote uh, individually, what we call a la carte. They say, I'm a hardcore Republican. I just want to do one check and, and I just want to vote for all Republicans. That's called Republican straight party voting. The other thing people can do, they can also on the other side, you know, they can do Biden straight, you know, or Democrat straight party voting. And that you will typically see as people, longtime Democrats, right? The other. So that's one metric, right, which is the Republican straight party votes that we plotted on the X axis. That's one signal, I mean, one feature. The other feature we looked at was looking at the people, those people went into a precinct and did not choose Republican straight party, but decided to vote individually, what we call a la carte, right? Maybe they're not that tied into the Republican party, they're a little more, they want their freedom. Um, so those people, um, so that was a metric of people who voted for Trump as individuals, right? Individual candidate voting. Now, in pattern analysis, and and some of the mathematicians, like some of the people put this up, they say, oh, you can't subtract one percentage from another percentage unless the denominator is the same. Well, that's not true in pattern analysis. In pattern analysis, you're trying to create what are called measures, like a signal, okay? So in that case, the signal we used was the percentage of people who voted for Trump individually in one precinct minus the people in that same precinct who voted uh, uh Re- republican straight party okay that gives a difference of behavior so you're trying to create a measure of behavior um because that's the, and then you plotted that on the y-axis versus the x-axis okay so that's what we did now there's a in the in the first video we were raising the alarm particularly raising the alarm because those of us who've seen this for a while and others have seen it longer than me is because in these voting systems and this is a real issue so all of the mathematicians out there, all of the people who really care. The question they need to ask is this feature, I'm gonna say that's in the voting systems and I can bring it up here. Let me bring it up uh, for document right. purposes, if it's okay, Jim.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, let me bring it up here. Um, let me go over to it. Um, I'm gonna go over to it in the, let me just exit out of this for a second. And I'm gonna to go to that slide. So in these voting systems, I think one of the most important things that's, it's like this is the elephant in the room, no pun intended, because we're using the elephant, um, as, as you'll see. But this is really the elephant in the room that no one wants to talk about. you know. And uh, the elephant in the room is that these systems, the voting systems, have a documented feature, and we believe most of them have it, called the weighted race feature. The weighted race feature. So it's really not where you can... Perturb. It's no longer one person, one vote. One person could get a half a vote. One person could get three votes. They can do allocation of votes. And I really implore everyone out there who wants to, you know, you know, talk about math and if they're really interested in this country and if they're really interested in doing their noble service as a scientist or mathematician or people got all these degrees, you know, uh, and we can get into some of the. Uh, uh, unfortunate uh, mistake that they made, in, in you know, in uh, trying to attack what we did, and we'll get to that. But more importantly, let's raise this to a higher level of political consciousness. If you knew there was a feature in these voting systems which allowed vote allocations, shouldn't shouldn't, shouldn't we all come together, scientists, engineers, forensic people, and say, why is that even in there?
1: Right. What's Can the Can you hardest- answer that, doctor? Do you know why they would put something like that into a voting system?
0: Well, well, uh, I think it's a great question, right? Now, their answer to that, let me get to that, is this, Jim, it's a good question. Uh, First of all, let me answer that question by first showing you, just documenting this. This is not my work. This is the work of people like Bev Harris and people like uh, who did a FOIA and later by Benny Smith, but there's a feature called a weighted race feature, and it's an algorithm that allows you to do race allocation methods, so you can transfer a percent of votes from one candidate to another, and that percent is a weighted decimal value, and this feature has been documented in election systems as early as 2001. And all major vendors, we believe, have this feature. Dbold was the original feature. Now, if you don't believe this, here's the actual manual from the Gem system as early as 2002. And what do you see here? You've got to go to, I think, page 126. People can go look at it. It's out there. And you go to the page and it says, there's a capability where you can turn the system into a mode called the weighted race. See right there? Weighted race. It's a feature. The weighted race features are tallied by weights assigned from the voter registration system and may be counted in the central count vote centers. So what do we mean by this? There is a feature in these systems where you can allocate votes. It's embedded in the systems. To answer your question, the vendors claim that this feature was put in for things like housing associations, Jim um, and Joe. Remember, assume um, I think there's 5,000 people now on the stream. Let's say all of us were condo owners, every single one of us. But let's say you, Jim, you and Joe owned 4,000 square feet in a condo and the rest of us only owned a thousand. Okay, And we're all paying for, I don't know, deciding whether the carpeting should be changed in the hallway. Right. Right. Well, you're paying more in condo fees. So you got four votes to my one vote. It was weight allocation of votes. Does that make sense?
1: You know, doctor, could I interrupt? Sure. That's exactly like what we used to see in the in the South, where a, a black man would be worth uh, three-fifths a vote. Okay? Exactly. So, Not- but they, they brought back, and they've actually uh, implemented it into the voting systems, which is unbelievable, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, the claim is it was for housing associations, but why is that feature in the electoral systems? Now, Jim, in Massachusetts, as you know, I ran for office we were on the verge of a landslide. We win in Franklin County, which is pretty much all white working class town. I mean, we had 3000 volunteers, just, just, just by way of example, 3000 volunteers, 10,000 lawn signs, 20,000 bumper stickers. We're, you know, we had people everywhere. We hit 250 cities. We raised about over a million bucks. We had TV, radio everywhere. The other rhino Democrat was nowhere to be found. No one lawn sign, no organization, nothing. On the and uh, you know pushed by the the mass GOP who are a bunch of rhinos who hate Trump by the way you know they're fake Trumpers at, at best so they run this guy nowhere to be found on the on September one election day I knew I had won it by two hundred fifty uh, about one hundred fifty thousand votes two fifty for me one hundred all the data we did we had call centers hundreds of volunteers calling no organization we win in Franklin County Jim and Joe which is a uh, 80 uh, to 70% of the towns do by hand counted. We win by 10 points, nearly 10 points. In every other county, 60-40, 60-40, 60-40, 60-40, 60-40. Here's a guy who didn't campaign, wins in Atlantic Lawrence, 60-40. Wins in all pretty much black neighborhoods, Brockton, 60-40. It's a guy from Greenwich, Connecticut, okay? You know, we we were in all those areas. So when I probed this, You know, I got a lot of people writing to me. That's when I heard from Bev Harris, Betty Smith, John Brakey and others. They said, Shiva, your election was stolen from you. And I came to find out in those counties that the other counties where this guy won 60, 40, 60, 40, 60, 40, what do they do? They, those are machine counted. In the machine counted, when a ballot comes in, it gets converted to an image, like a photograph, a ballot image is created. So the ballot at that point, Jim, is not the original ballot. What's counted is that image, the photograph. And these systems look for the dot and then they, you know count. So you got one vote, I get one vote. Now here's the interesting thing. according to federal law, USC 20701, all records generated in connection with a federal election must be saved for 22 months. All records. Well, remember, when the image is scanned something is generated called an image so and, and so in the chain of custody that image is generated so i when i looked at this i issued a foia and i said we want the ballot images where are the ballot images the we go to the secretary of state's office and the election official says oh we don't save those ballot images we turn that feature off quote unquote we have it on video okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: we then issued foias uh, to the Secretary of State, 10 days later, we get an email from the Secretary of State stating from the legal counsel, we don't, we're don't. we prohibited from saving mass ballot images, which is Massachusetts. I say, what's the statute? Nothing. They say, we save the paper. We don't store them. I said, you know, you violated federal law. This election is null and void. Those four email communications, Jim, I put up on Twitter. I've never, to the best of my knowledge, ever been banned. Okay, thrown off, and I'm in the middle of of my write-in campaign. As you know, we decided to move it to a write-in campaign. Right. 35 days left. I get thrown off Twitter for 21 days, banned. Turns out we found out the Secretary of State contacted Twitter and had me thrown off. Not only did I file the lawsuit, in testimony, it came out that the Secretary of State, in fact, contacted Twitter, and the Secretaries of State, everyone should listen to this, have a Twitter partnership with most social media companies. So they're not one of us and the secretaries of state, Jim, the reason I'm sharing this with you are the ones who certify these voting systems, which means if they knew a weighted race was there, why do they certify them? Okay. And the ballot images are critical because that's in the chain of custody. It should be saved. So you can say X number of ballot images, X number of votes. Okay. So we so we won that federal lawsuit where the judge decided to tell the secretary of state to to, to uh, essentially stop calling Twitter. It's going to be a it, it's it's a landmark lawsuit. The, the 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 restraining order is a landmark win for us. And the judge who did that is a guy called Judge Mark Wolf, was a Reagan appointing, is a very very much into the First Amendment. So that's how we came at this, but embedded in that lawsuit is bringing out all these issues but the weighted race feature is what this is all about it's the it's the elephant in the room
1: and Dr. just to interrupt so you were a victim of this and you believe that this also took place then in on november 3rd with president trump in his election
0: it it unquestionably took place because when you look at the data let me if i want to you want me to share what the normal condition should look like jim sure so let me, let me share the normal condition. I'm going to sort of fly through this here. So in the normal condition, uh, let me, I'm going to go back here. So what we shared yesterday was when we did the first video, we shared, you know, the alarm, we raised the alarm, you know, uh, in the normal condition, uh, this is with our, you know, the the signal that we uh, developed here. Uh, this is really the work of Phil Evans, who's been looking at these elections. He's a domain expert, really. And everyone should really, um, understand. So let me bring this up here in terms of, you know, what what uh, Phil figured out how to plot these. Okay. But what you're seeing here is this is the Jeff Sessions, you know, no cheating here. Okay. The x-axis, on the x-axis, what do you see? We're going from zero Republican straight party votes to 100 Republican straight party votes. Okay. That means over on this side, Jim and Joe, this is where you have lots and lots of Republican precincts. Does that make sense? Because people over here are voting hardcore Republican, they're voting straight party. Over here, it's Democrat, right? So if uh, so, if you're a Republican running, well, you're gonna not get really any votes here, right? In a Democrat precincts, but as you move to the right, it's gonna be because in the middle, you have more independence, you know, and this is the demographic that varies. And then you'll have some clustering here, And then as you move to the right, it'll come down because more and more people are voting Republican straight party, your individual votes comes down. And so that's Jeff Sessions. Here's another example with McCain, same pattern, okay? Same pattern here. And this is in a county, a small county in Michigan, where we know cheating didn't take place because remember cheating typically takes place in the big counties. But what you see this characteristic curve, you got that? Right. Now, um, what I want to share with you is how I how that curve actually breaks down. Okay, let me give you the elephant analogy here, and this will help people understand why uh, some of these math guys are frankly very ignorant uh, of uh, what's going on here, and that's why they come up with little. Uh, so if you take the if you take the analogy of the remember the old the king who brings in the elephant and right. then I'm to touch it. So think about the entire elephant as the fullness of what's going on in an election, okay? and Or the normal conditions of what's going on. So if this is the elephant, this is what we're saying the normal curve should be using our signal, okay? And so on the far left, as in that you have Democrats, in the middle, you're gonna have a mixture and then far right, you're gonna have Republicans. Does that make sense? So as you move, you're gonna get this curve. And this curve, if you really break it down, is, you know, free, not to do, not to get, too crazy on the math, but it's really at least three different pieces. Some, probably some straight line piece here. You can see that some, I mean, uh, you know, a, a slope going up. Some, I'm just drawing it as a straight line here, but some other function here and a negative slope curve here. You got that? It's really three pieces. So if you were to do it mathematically, you'd say, you know what, to represent that red, it's really a function of three different curves. Okay? Now, and that's what we see here, right? This is really not one curve, three different curves. Okay. That's a normal state. Now, if you look at the elephant and you wanted to be someone who's trying to be cheeky or trying to be, you know, smart, you're just looking at this little piece here and you say, that's the whole elephant. And what we shared was the abnormal condition, right? That line. All you see is a line. And you could say, oh, that's just a downward sloping line. What's the big deal? And that's what we see here, right? This is what we see here. The downward sloping line is a big deal because that's the abnormal condition. When you do not have that, because that means something is going on because you don't have that normal pattern. This is a pattern that you see in Macomb, in Oakland, Macomb, Kent County. So this is no different than a cardiologist who sees this is a QRSD complex and he sees this waveform and he goes, oh my God, the guy's got ventricular fibrillation. And imagine some... Mathematician saying, oh, that's just a sine wave, who cares? Right. Right. Well, you should, and or just like you know, some people have said, oh, that's just a downward sloping line. Who cares? Well, that downward sloping line is evidence something's wrong because it shouldn't look like this. It should look like this. The whole that's what it should look like. This is what it should look like. So that's the point here. The and and in fact, the guy who was, you know, let me go back to this, who was who was doing the detraction. Right or the attack? He said, "Oh look, it's just a downward sloping line." This is from his video. Well, he he should actually read this carefully. Here's Trump's votes. It's a downward sloping line. This is in the case where cheating is taking place, Jim and Joe. And here's and he also did Biden's. But what do you see in Trump's? These are highly Republican precincts over here. You see over here, highly and look, it's below the zero line. So as you go more and more Republican, Trump is losing twenty percent individual candidate votes and over here remember it's inverse biden's over here is republicans and trump is gain biden is gaining 20 percent republican votes so the allocation appears went from here to here so when you see a line like that that is a pattern that is a pattern of of something significantly wrong because it should look like this and in this case thanks to this guy who was attacking us saying it's just a line. Well, if you, look at the, if you look at the Trump line here, the intercept is much lower than the Biden line. And this difference, this 20% difference is, looks like where the vote allocation was taking place. So I hope that sort of is clear. I know it's a lot of stuff I just went through there. Um, but I think the most important point is there is a feature in the voting systems that allows you to allocate votes. And when you do that allocation of votes, you're not gonna get that natural curve. You know, in this case, we see that straight line curve and it'll move up and down based on how much it moves up and down. You can argue that that's where how much allocation is taking place.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, that's great. Thank you. Joe, sure. do you wanna tell doctor what we found in some of our-
2: Yeah, and, it's, and it, this is it's just really excellent. It's an honor to be here with you today, both you guys. So. Um, what we did is Jim and I had a number of discussions on this whole election. We do believe uh, a lot of uh, um, fraud occurred in the election and we believe that Donald Trump won the election. so that's our caveat but we we were looking at all the abuse that we were reporting on that was coming out of these various uh, areas and then we 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 could see that the Trump team has a case here, certainly on a legal basis and and, and the Constitution on their side, you can't prevent Republicans, for example, from being in voting uh, as they're counting votes and et cetera. And all these activities that happened, votes dumped in the middle of the night. Jim knows we, we for days we were writing on this. But the one thing and then we then we were introduced to another group who was looking at uh, specific data points. For example, how many dead people uh, voted in this past election? And they're doing a lot of great analysis there. But the thing that kind of grabbed us was like, there's gotta be something more. There's something more here. And so at that point we were led to, uh, well, a number of things, but, but one, one event was a, was a report that somebody provided to us and it was of um, Pennsylvania. And what pre- Pennsylvania has provided is votes, not just by election day, but also by mail-in. So there's this discrepancy uh, by county throughout the state uh, election day and, and mail-in. So what we saw is that Trump crushed it on election day. In most of the counties, he's almost like 80, 20. He he destroyed Biden in all these counties, but except for, I guess, Philadelphia, right? But so across, you know, so on election day, he was up maybe two to one basically in votes. Then they started the mail-in counting and there's, I think about 75% of the votes are in at this time as well. And what we saw, is that in almost every county, this is, you know, you, we talk about patterns. And like you were saying, things should be more random, right? As, as you know, you go to the grocery store, you add up, look at everybody's order, they're they're almost always going to be different. Not two people bought 10 things of the same thing very often, right? So things should be random. Well, we started looking at this data and we saw that when, in the counties where Trump won 80% of the vote on election day, he only received 40% of the mail-in vote. On a county where he won 70%, he only received 30%. And this went across the board with the exception of like Philadelphia and a couple counties, but it exclusively in almost every county, the proportion of vote that Trump won on election day was 40% more than the proportion of vote that Trump won in the mail-in. And so that kind of hit us like this doesn't this isn't normal. Why would all of these be, you know, if you look at a chart, all of them cross across the the chart it's almost straight with this exception of Philadelphia. So that didn't look normal. About the same time we were introduced to your video where you came up and you showed this pattern like you mentioned in Michigan in those counties in Michigan where you saw hey this doesn't look right. Things are things are too there you know it's it conforms too much it's not random there's something going on in these counties, right? So we reported on that and then what we attempted to do was your use your analysis and we looked at Milwaukee and we found the exact same pattern in Milwaukee that you showed in those Michigan. Hmm. So then uh, our our next step was we decided to look at one of your counties and just kind of redo it and make sure we're on the right track. And sure enough, our result was materially on Kent County was materially the same with yours. Uh, We saw, you know, and we came with the conclusion of around 20,000 or so votes that were switched between parties from Trump to Biden, basically through this exercise. I think you came up total in all three counties of 130 or so some.
0: Yeah, yeah, we said we said 69,000 votes for take for Trump and given to Biden, which yeah. came to total yeah. 38,000. Yeah. yeah, there you go.
2: So we're seeing these big chunks, you know, so this is what we're, we really want to get at, where it was the big steal, because there's something going on. We don't have somebody break Obama's record by 4 million, which Trump did, and, and probably more, and see somebody like Joe Biden you know, reach 77 million. It doesn't make sense, right? And we also did a, an analysis before the election between events where we looked at all the people at Trump events since Labor Day and all the people at Biden events. We saw 1.1 million people showed up at Trump events, less than 2,000 at Biden events. So what's going on? These numbers don't make sense at all. So so then what we, we also yeah. started looking at was the data that we were able to get from, there's a Feed New York Times feed then this, I think it's similar that went to all the, all the big media on the night of the election, and it shows the ver- these specific entries being posted for each state at, at various time frames, and we can we can and, and so there would be votes for Trump and votes for Biden. This this elicited a lot of discussion before we even started these uh, studies in these glitches that people were pointing out online, like on CNN. Uh, the anchor would be up there and he would show the totals for Trump and Biden the next time he shows those same totals they've changed in like six or twenty thousand votes of Biden always against Trump and so we we were t- trying to figure what is going on I don't know if we've totally grasped what that is other than I it certainly it, it appears to be weighted uh, related to the weighting. but here's but here's what we found in our in our most recent post which was last night and it's now at the top of the gateway pundit. We saw that in Virginia, for example, where Trump was crushing it, he was up—he was up like fifty-two to forty-five. He was way ahead. And and then what happened at some point in time? And, and the and the entries, by the way, they all look pretty random. You know, whether uh, no matter what the amount, the percentage to Trump, percentage to Biden is is fluctuating. It's not always Trump fifty-five percent. It's sixty-two. It's seventy. It's forty-five. But Trump overall was just destroying Biden. So then what happened in the middle of the night is we saw some large, what I would call almost like transactions. And in in Virginia alone, there was um, five transactions of over 300,000 votes, one uh, for Biden and a corresponding about 30,000 votes for Trump. So one came in at 300,000. And then to, to being an accountant, it looks like they didn't adjust an entry. Oh, we didn't get that right. So they reversed that amount. And then they posted a similar amount after that, three hundred thousand, thirty thousand for Trump, and then they reversed that amount. So you know it doesn't make sense that you would you would need to reverse an entry of three hundred thousand votes, right? So then a fifth time, then they it posted the three hundred thousand dollar or three hundred thousand vote um, transaction, I'll call it, and that and that stayed. And and Biden at that point then took the lead, and then what we see after that point is every single entry every single vote that's being reported in this in the system is the same proportion for Trump and, and and Biden so no matter if it's 100,000 votes or 10,000 votes or or 5 votes you're seeing uh a, like a 45 to 5 uh or fit to 55% tr- uh relationship a ratio Biden's always getting the 55% Trump's always getting the 45% for like the last of almost almost every one of the last or, 40 or so transactions, I'll call it transaction or entry of, of votes is they're all at the same proportion, the exact same proportion. Now, we, we look then uh, next at um, Pennsylvania, same thing. Once Biden takes the lead through some big, big, almost like I'd, I'd say dumps of votes, then from that point on through the end, perfect ratio, 51% to 49 and now we've, uh, we have, I actually received some data uh, before this. We've seen it in Michigan now too, same thing. And as a matter of fact, we even saw a ratio before the data dumps in Michigan where it looked like they locked in 55, 45 for a while, which would correspond with what you're saying. And this was before the big dumps. And then before at the end where they, where they left the, the end, they had these same ratios on all those that were being reported after that point in time. So we're seeing ratios, we're seeing patterns not we're not seeing any randomness and even with uh michigan we saw uh, before the big dumps that there was these um ratios where they it it would it would coincide with what you're saying they only allowed these trump to get 55 or so in that in that period of time as well so they capped if these were all red states or red counties they capped those entries at a certain percent for trump and, and the relationship with biden so this is kind of we're looking at it maybe more from an accounting perspective almost but we can see that there's there's patterns here that just absolutely do not make sense you know that indicates something's going on and and, and like you said who would put a waiting function in an election machine there's only one reason that you would do that in my opinion being a next uh, you know international auditor there's only there's no need for that that you know that never should have been there the purpose of these machines, in my opinion, would be that they were, they were they wanted to manipulate the results, and and we know that they did in Venezuela and other places. So that's kind of our. Uh,
0: well, you know what's interesting? Um, what's really fascinating, Joe, what you said is you know Jimmy Carter. society a side note, but it's an important one. He was apparently a champion of election integrity, and he went all over the world trying to do this. And he said Venezuela had the best in the world voting system. Yeah, best in the yeah. world. Yeah. So yet. Okay none of that, you know, uh, operational integrity was ever put into the United States. It's almost like everyone else is horrible, but we're actually fine. And then you build up a PR thing. But to your yeah. point, what's, what's fascinating is this. So what you're saying is what you noticed was, so they get Biden to the lead. And then after that, they flip the switch because they got enough. You a 55, 45% allocation. Mm-hmm. What yeah. is interesting is in in uh, Massachusetts, and you know firsthand what we got very lucky. Uh, Phil Evans says we got a unicorn. We knew that there was an allocation done, and we actually have calculated that signal. So when we, you know, when we're, it's, it's fascinating because there was certain counties, one county in particular, Suffolk County, is predominantly Democrat. We saw a very interesting signal, and that's why to everyone listening, this is not math. This is really pattern analysis. And I think, Joe, you know, as a forensic accountant, you see these patterns and you know, you you sort of sniff it out like a bloodhound. Something's off there. So just doing math, you're like the blind man looking just at the little piece of the tail. And and you could talk all day about your math, but you're not seeing the whole thing. But in that case, what we found was there was a, uh, you know, uh, interesting enough in Suffolk County, it's an interesting county where there are lots of precincts, but I was getting low number of votes in a lot of precincts. So we could literally do a curve like 30 precincts. I got one vote. So you would draw a curve, right? You know, one on the X axis, right? 30 on the Y. Then there were 15 precincts where I got two votes. Okay. So that'd be the next bar. Then I get, you know, another 30 precincts where I get three votes. Okay. And then the next time I get another 10 precincts, uh, oops, 10 precincts where I get um, four votes. What you're seeing is a pattern of where the odds and evens are two X, literally. So it's two times more odd numbers than even numbers. Odd, even, odd, even, odd, even, odd, even. In a pattern that if you went to a roulette table, it's one out of a couple of million, okay? And you work it out. Yeah. This was very rare because most people have seen this. They've never been able to figure out the allocation number we yeah. were able to reverse engineer it, and we found out that my votes were mul- multiplied by about 0.666, in fact. Okay, interesting number. And the other guy's votes were multiplied by 1.2. So he got a 20% lift, and every third vote was taken away from me. And it's, wow. it's, it's beautiful. I mean, you just see it. I mean, you can't miss yeah. it. So, That's amazing. Uh, yeah, so I think, to, I think to those people listening who want to sort of detract and want to be naysayers. If you're, you know, the problem in math is there's two kinds of mathematicians. That's why MIT is an engineering school and then you have theoretical math. The theory guys are just looking for the little tail or the tusk sometimes. The applied guys, you know, who do pattern analysis, we actually have to solve a problem. We're looking for some global patterns. And that's where we're talking about here. This is really an engineering systems problem. This is not a math problem. This is an engineering systems problem. Guys like you, guys like me, who've looked at all different kinds of systems, you have to look at financial systems. That's the skill set that's required here. So the computer scientists, uh, they sort of fully don't get it. Statisticians, maybe. But it's the domain guys who've seen it and who see this as a systems problem, because you're trying to find these patterns which simply don't make sense. And that's what we're talking about. There's too much, too many signals here. And um, what I did was, to, to everyone listening, What we decided was, uh, because no one seems to be really doing this, you know, I have a research and education center. So this Thursday at 8 p.m., if you send me an email, shiva at vashiva.com, we decided to put a call out to all the people are engineering people, you know, who have some data science experience, computing, software experience, that let's all come together. I don't care if you're left or right, you know, if you're Democrat, Republican, independent, but if you truly care about the fact that this weighted race feature exists, Why does it exist? Let's start building ways to detect these signals. I mean, you're doing it, Joe, I'm doing it, and others are doing it, but I think it's time we bring people together in the spirit of unity for this country, because as long as people don't have integrity in these systems, as long as that weighted race feature exists, you're gonna have one part of the country who's gonna feel we we were gypped. And if you have that, it's a very divisive environment. How can you actually have a nation? And everyone, if anyone who's out there who's watching this you want to be part of the zoom call we're going to really start organizing a election uh, integrity systems team a project and uh, 8 p m thursday just send me an email and we'll put make sure you get the zoom call but i just want to let people know this is something that is important for people to come together you know biden talks about unity that's great but how can you have unity when one half of the country feels like they got chipped the only way out of this is an, is i think engineers and rational people have got to come together and start um, understanding this. And I think from the legal side, why is there a weighted race feature? Why is that even in there? How long has that been in there? Have both establishment wings of, you know, the, the rhinos and the Democrats, have they both known about this? I mean, in yeah. our race here, we noticed the other guy didn't even campaign. And I just realized they were probably laughing at us. Oh my God. She was yeah. taking billboard ads. Oh my God. He's putting out, he's running around like a maniac, right? Yeah. Putting out TV. They're probably saying, you know we don't need to so do anything
2: right sounds like some guy who sat in his basement the whole election
0: exactly and that's the right. issue this is what happens in banana republic there's a yep. chosen one and and everyone sits back and i would argue that massachusetts i definitely know is a banana republic and that's what they want to make the rest of this country yeah. you don't need to it campaign so you get your donor money you keep it in your coffers mm-hmm. so you get, right. to get the money you don't really have to campaign And that's what this is becoming because you just flip a few switches, you make a few phone calls and it's done. And that's what's unfortunate. And whether you disagree or agree with the approaches we're taking, if the weighted rate, that's the big elephant sitting in the room and no one's talking about it. There's a feature in these systems which lets you in a microsecond, you know, allocate votes. Why is that even in there? And that's really the heart of this issue. We're having to unfortunately come at the back end of it and look for signals. The bottom line yeah. is this feature should not be in there at all. Yeah. I talked
2: to, go ahead, Jim.
1: Uh, I was just going to ask uh, doctor has uh, the Trump campaign, have they contacted you? And the second question would be, um, this is where I believe uh, we think that this is where we can prove that there was fraud. And do you, do you agree that this can, this could, uh, something like this could overturn an election if it's proven? Well, yeah, so Jim,
0: the answer is yes, multiple people have contacted me, right? Uh, we're in the, in the middle of trying to get data. So anyone in the Trump campaign, you know, it'd be great. We get data, I have a whole team now. We probably have about 300 people now who want to help out, you know, all over the United States, a lot of very good people. So yes, um, look, I think, you know, if I were to argue this in front of a judge, which, which I had to do pro se here, where we won, is I would, you know, a lot of judges, the problem is a lot of judges do they have, the guts to do the right thing. You know, a lot of these judges may not have the guts to do it. This takes a very courageous judge. It's not any judge. And a lot of these judges, depending on how they're appointed, there is some politics there. But the real issue is, why do the American voting systems allow a weighted race feature? Now, what came out in our testimony in Massachusetts, very important part of it, and and, and um, is this, that when we were doing the First Amendment issue, the judge asked this young woman who was a spokesperson, she goes, how did you decide, uh, how, did, how did you call Twitter to tell them to sh- uh, you were upset with Dr. Shiva putting up these emails, right, exposing the fact ballot images were being deleted? She said, oh, I went and put it on the Twitter uh, message, right, they can complain. And then she blurts out, we are a Twitter partner. And he goes, what do you mean you're a Twitter partner? He goes, well, all secretaries of state are Twitter partners. The judge I was going up against, a Harvard Law School guy, he was saying, oh, your honor, Shiva's just saying stuff. Everyone, anyone could have complained to Shiva about those things. No, it's not true. The secretaries of state have a special relationship. As as the cross-examination went on, it it was uh, me against three lawyers, and I think the lawyers started grimacing at this woman. She goes, oh, we also work with the national Association of State Election Directors, NASED, and they have a hotline to Twitter. And they, and we also contacted them to complain about Dr. Shiva's tweets, okay? So who is the NASED? So the NASED is an organization of every state election director is part of this association. They're a part of an organization called Democracy Works. Democracy Works is funded by Rockefeller Brothers, funded by uh, two of the Murdochs through an organization called Quadrivium. Well, one of the Murdochs, Carolyn Murdoch, just hates Trump. So here's the state election directors who are the ones who certify these voting machines. So this is is where the, when you peel away the onion, you got to go to this, because the secretaries of state are the ones who are certifying these machines. So they know a weighted race feature exists. Why did you certify these machines? And in Massachusetts, they're the same people who contacted Twitter to have me banned for 21 days. When I exposed the fact that they're violating federal law by not saving ballot images, I brought up the weighted race issue. Jim, if you go look at my Twitter feed from September one, when I figured out there was fraud until September 25th, I was talking all sorts of stuff. In fact, on September one, I said, I said election fraud took place in third world Massachusetts and I'm glad we have the second amendment. That was, you know, Twitter didn't take me down for that tweet. I was hitting election fraud, election fraud, but the instant I said that the secretary of state, the Massachusetts was violating federal law with the fact that they didn't say ballot images and I was implicating them, bang, they call and have me off. So this wasn't about election misinformation. This was about the fact that I believe that all of these secretaries of state are violating federal law, all of them, because the ballot images are supposed to be saved. Now, why is a ballot image important? Because they are the chain of custody to directly to the hand, to the machine votes to the machine tabulation. So, so in in the case I shared, I think let me uh in the case I think I shared with you earlier. Uh, You know, when we this is quite amazing, we literally went and and the Trump campaign should do this. They should literally do what's called the analysis of how many people actually came or how many people actually voted. Right. That's called the participating voters list. How many people actually voted versus the actual ballots cast? You follow what I'm saying? How many people actually voted? versus a ballot cast. So let me bring up this little image here and I'll get it. This is like simple, simple due diligence stuff that can be done. So if you look at this here, let me bring this up. So, and everyone should do this out there. This is something, this is like citizen's science here, okay? So the number of voters coming in to to vote or mail-in ballots, absentee, everything, that's P, and the number of actual ballots cast, right? So if you do it mathematically, if you wanna do the math, right? The number of voters coming in was called the participating voters is all the people registered republicans simple rp all the people registered democrats all the people are independents neither in party and all the people are other parties green etc if you add up all these people who voted that should be p the total number of voters does that make sense right, right. now the total number of votes cast is any one of those people, all the people voted for a Republican, let's say was Trump or voted for Biden or people who voted for a, a, another party or people who did a write in. People who didn't vote for either one or there were error votes. Sometimes people fill in both circles. These two numbers should be the same. Well, look what we see in Massachusetts. Look at this. It, we had to file FOIAs, we had to follow up. Here's Boston. The number of participating voters is 142,911. So this, I, I have a spreadsheet of all the people who actually voted. Look at the number of votes cast. Four thousand one hundred fourteen more. Look at this cut. Newton, thirty thousand two hundred eighty-four voters actually supposedly voted. Well, there's one thousand seven hundred eighty more votes, and so on, and so on, and so on. This is so all of the math nerds listening out there. Okay, why don't you? Why don't you do this? What's the what's the what's the discussion? Why are the number of voters different? They should be perfect. I mean, you're an accountant, Joe. Yeah. These people, That's we right. pay these people just to count. They're just bookkeepers. You can't even count the votes. It's quite startling. You're no, you're paid to your tax dollars to count. You're, you mm-hmm. don't have to like write software. You don't have mm-hmm. to go do any complex cooking. You don't have to do any, you can't count the number of votes. And it's so much effort getting the, the data from these people. That's what's extraordinary. But if you look at these numbers, I mean, w- what's going on? How can you have more votes than voters?
2: Well, Especially that Rockland at the bottom, that one—it's
0: uh, extraordinary. Now, both people that voted, right? More. And I don't no, think I they don't care know. anymore, Jim and Joe. I think these guys I, have been doing it so long that they don't care, and they saw someone like Trump, president, come who had a populist movement. It scared the hell out of them. Yeah, They've been yeah. organizing. They see someone like me come in Massachusetts who's not a politician. And they probably, I mean, we built a massive movement and they yeah. steal elections and they think they're gonna get away with it. That's what no. this is about. And everyone listening out there, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, whoever you are, if you see a number like this and, and we're willing to share with you all of our data and you're fine with this, then something's wrong with you. Something's seriously wrong. Yeah. And if you see patterns like Joe, we've discussing and you're fine with that, something's seriously wrong with these people, because that means they're okay with cheating. They're okay with lying. They're okay with these kinds of irregularities. And the nerds who wanna say, well, it could be this, could be that, you know? Well, you gotta look
2: at the big picture here. There's too many signals here. Mm -hmm. And really the only way to check this is to look, go go back to the precinct, get the totals, validate those totals. Get the
0: log files. And we to bring need, it
2: all the way up. Yeah, yep.
0: we, the issue is they need to give us the ballot images. And if they don't have the ballot images, you see the, the at the federal code, they passed USC 20701 and 20702 because the states were doing wacky things with local elections. But they said, when there's federal elections, you better save the ballot images, all records, okay? Number one, where are the where are the ballot images? Why aren't, they, why aren't they? Number two, show me the log files. Did anyone tamper with those votes? Was that feature enabled? And so on. By the way, the default setting on the machines, on the DS 200s of Dominion is save all ballot in. That's a default factory setting. So they have to set them to do not save. That's called you're destroying data. So they actively have to move it from default to not default, right. okay? I mean, the default setting of save to not save. So I have reduced the whole thing to a couple of things. Is that why is the weighted race feature there? Where are the ballot images? And if and you're violating federal law, which is a crime, it's a crime. Mm. Federal crime. Right. And right. and and why is this weighted race feature? And why did the Secretary of State authorize this? Who's why did you certify that? And I think that's where the laser focus should go on, because yeah. all of these elections should be nullified. Because if you get the ballot images, that means you can't count the votes, which means they at least should allow hand counting. Because if you don't have the ballot images, I can't really count the votes, then you got to give me hand counting votes. That means the entire stuff should be pre-hand counted.
2: Absolutely. That's right. Well, this was great, doctor. It's fantastic, you know, hearing all you had to share. I'm glad our results kind of tie in with yours and really are consistent with what you're seeing as well. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we live in a an environment right now, there are one set of people who are willing to accept cheating, one set of people who go onto Wikipedia and read garbage and will accept that, one set of people who will just accept what they think is the truth. And by the way, a lot of these people, what I call are the, uh, in fact, uh, a friend of mine, Dick Lindzen said this, uh, a professor emeritus at MIT, he calls them the vulnerable, educated elites, the vulnerable, educated elites. But I would say, God bless this country, we have still people work with their hands who are working people, because those people still yeah. have a lot of common sense. I was just, you know, we were getting the water main fixed out here. I went out to see how those guys were doing. And they said, oh my God, we voted for you. And they go, man, uh, you were cheated. And, wow. and anyone who works with their hands has to deal with mother nature and deal with the realities of life. They see this, the people who don't yeah. get this are the overeducated people, the lawyers, the politicians, the lobbyists, the yeah. people who are studying stuff that has nothing to do with reality or never have had to deal with reality. Yeah, so right that's right. the world we have. We have one set of people who don't deal with reality, and we have another set of people who have to deal with reality every day. And I would say we still have a lot of those people. That's why I have great optimism uh, for where we are, but we have to fight, we have to expose this. Yeah,
1: that's Thank right. You, doctor. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jim. And please Thank keep us posted with your, uh, with your uh, uh, upcoming uh, events online.
0: Yeah, so, so everyone, this Thursday, anyone out there who cares, you know, email me at vashiva at vashiva.com, and we're going to start organizing working people who want to really do election integrity. There's a lot of work to be done, and we just have to do it because surely I don't think the establishment is going to do this because they've been cheating for a long, long time. That's what it right. looks like to me. Thank
1: you yeah. so much, Doc. Thanks Thank you. Guys. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you. It.
0: Hold on, Jim. Thanks I'm going to end the broadcast, and I'll come back to you. Hold on one second. Thank you, everyone. Be well.